Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back the same time this week and discussing a bit of The Bachelor, Season 25, Episode 3. I think it's 25 anyway. It's, it's yep, it is. It's the first Bachelor for us, isn't it? Um, by God, Chris, we start off with the rose ceremony and it picks up where last week finished off. And uh, we start off, I personally, I was very uh, concerned about Sarah in this whole episode tonight. I thought it was very authentic and came across uh, really well. How about you? Fucking bullshit, babe. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be having a Claire. I'm not holding back this week. I've been fully aware of me trying to be a little bit more diplomatic. I'm not holding back. She is, without doubt, the fakest fucking person I've seen in, on the, in this series anyway. Utter horseshit. The, the way she went down, Dave, it was worse than a fucking football or soccer player to our American listeners when they do a dive... Oh, my God. And then she gets mad to herself and all the girls were like, you fucking know exactly what you're doing. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've never fainted in my life. No, you you didn't fucking faint then either, you blagger. You were fucking blagging the arse off that just to get a bit of attention. It's all that, oh, Doff is me. Doff is I protest. Oh, woe is me. I need all the attention. Oh, Dave, I'll tell you what. I didn't think, and we'll talk about our good mate, fucking the Queen soon, but she was on a par for me. What an absolute... Um, narcissist this series, Dave. I'm sorry, she is. It's horrible. <laughs> well, I think I was the one going off on one last week, wasn't I? I think this week it might be... Uh... <laughs> Me? <laughs> I can tell that the tension, the anger in your voice is properly wound you up there. But, I mean, let's come back to Sarah, because obviously this is all part of the drama of the rose ceremony. Whether you believe it's uh, authentic or fake... <laughs> I'm leaving the door open a little bit there, Chris. Um, she gets to spend some extra time with Matt, doesn't she? She sort of, you know, tugs on the on the heartstrings a bit there. Matt seems very concerned with her. You know, I have a bit of a smooch outside. Meanwhile, like you say, all the girls are like, there is no way she's done that. Utter bullshit. I'm smelling something. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the way it plays out, obviously they're still building up this needle between... Uh, Mary Lynn and Victoria. And as I said to you last week, Chris, going into this, if I didn't know that Victoria was on the previews for next week, last week, then I'd be thinking, oh, which way is he going to go here? But as soon as it's down to Mary Lynn and Victoria, it's clear, well, Mary Lynn's going home. So I feel like I was robbed a little bit of that drama. But I, I mean, I, I went all in on Victoria last week, Chris, and my opinion hasn't changed at all, but I don't want to sound like a broken record. But you've got Mary Lynn there in a kind of quiet little voice going, oh, I don't know, there, you know, there's some drama with me and maybe Matt just thinks I'm I'm too much drama. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and then you've got Victoria going, oh, Mary Lynn, she is just toxic. I am the yeah. queen. <laughs> like, I know. Come on. She is a brilliant, brilliant villain at the end of the day, and I can't stand her, Chris. Um, but, I mean, what did you – oh, and in fact, just before I hand the floor back to you, no sooner has Mary Lynn gone that she's saying, oh, Sarah, she's even worse than Mary Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll say I've got a couple of things to say on that. I think, Dave, that Matt has no interest in Victoria, but the producers have pulled him to one side and said, we need a baddie. We need a baddie, and Victoria is not a nice person inside or outside. She's really, really toxic, proper bully, and they've said to him, look, you know, who are you going to pick? And he's gone, well, he probably wasn't going to pick Mary Lynn, but he knows that he's not got a future with her. So they've gone, look, we need her in because she creates all the fucking shit. And boy, does she create the shit. And I think that's why she stayed. But you're right. The fucking comments that she comes out with, she is so uh, single-minded. She has no understanding of compassion of, of what she actually inflicts on people. She's always going to be the victim, like she did last week, that she was saying, like, all the girls have been horrible to her. They're all looking like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? She's not a nice person, Dave. However, I do think there was a couple of times here, it was a, it was a definitely a, a race between her and Sarah for me for pissing me off somewhat rotten because Katie goes on the date then, doesn't she? So we do the role summary, Mar- Marilyn goes. Katie goes on the date and we get this fucking... Well, well you, you're leaping past a, a big portion there. So it was the group date, wasn't it? It was the erotic oh, sorry, fiction yes. group date. Yes. And yeah. and uh, so so it's not even a single date. So let's not forget, Sarah spent the whole day with with Matt. Yeah. And then the girls have a group date. So you're always a little bit shortchanged, aren't you? So, you know, even if you get to spend time with Matt in the evening, it's just a slice of time that you have to share with all the other girls. And Katie was first up, and that's where, you know, Sarah decides to awkwardly muscle in there. Sorry, yes, you're right. Sorry, Dave, you're right. Yeah, and and, and what did you think of the group date then, Dave? Uh, well, I thought, um, I, you know, in terms of being fake and making stuff up and thinking we are just going to swallow it whole, you know what Chris Harrison yeah. says? Oh, Matt, you know, he's... Uh, He's he's feeling like you know he's he's not properly easy to let go. So I'm going to curate this date. Fuck off, Chris Harrison. You just want to plug your fucking cheesy trash erotic fiction book. <laughs> <laughs> what utter bullshit that was! I mean, I could half buy it when he said it. I thought, oh no. What I actually thought Chris was, oh, Chris Harrison wants a bit of extra screen time here, so he's managed to muscle it yeah. in. But when it got to his book, and I'm like, oh, come on. I know. <laughs> Fucking nonsense. Absolutely. I mean, I love Dave. Look, be honest, right? As a man, the stuff that the girls, and I know obviously, like, you know, ladies will read like 50 shades, and these books worse than that. And Sam's read all them and all that stuff. And, and I, out of it, I don't understand the everyone has different like men are stimulated visually and stuff like that um and, and things like that but when that, they were talking i was thinking I don't, i'm not sure anybody's getting out of this it was just a cringy and then upsteps um what was the girl called before victoria dave because she didn't give a shit either she properly were bleeping out loads and i'm like no don't bleep it out. i want to know what she said <laughs> and then victoria as always Trashy. She was quite funny, Victoria, because she did say a couple of things like all the hoes you've had before and uh, all the fake women. Why, or bits, why, were the, why were the other girls laughing? It's like, oh, she's calling us all hoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I did think that, but I did think Victoria for once was quite comical at that point. And, and that's obviously at her level. But Dave, she is horrible. And, and 
is it from there then we then get Katie and Matt together then after this? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, so yeah. obviously they, I, and I didn't bother to really write anything down. Like you say, it was all a bit cringy. I like the ones that were kind of comical. You know, the first first up, uh, I can't remember her name. It wasn't Anna. It was, I think it might have been MJ and she was saying about the fantasy suites and like, you know, uh, spending the time there. So I thought some of them were a bit clever, whereas I, I honestly thought Victoria's was just a bit crass. It was just like, beep, beep, and we're going to beep, beep. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, it, it's there we get into the bit of Katie time. And, and I will say, Dave, as this episode evolved, Katie, for me, came out looking like the strongest person in that yeah. house. For me, absolutely great what she did i think initially because what what got me was obviously like you say sarah spent a lot of time with uh, i know they call him fucking dale it feels like dale and claire all over again i must admit with matt and matt is sat there talking and what i don't understand is like this sarah comes and she'll start talking and she goes yeah but you know i, I really i'm really feeling vulnerable and i'm really and it's like why the fuck are you whispering in real life you would not speak like that no matter what trouble she got you wouldn't start going i would say to you dave i've got a real problem I really need speech, Dave, you know, like that. And it's like, oh, fuck off. Trying to make it more drama-filled. But I couldn't understand when she went over to Katie. At first, I thought she's going to tell Matt she's going. So fair enough, you butt in and say, look, I'm really sorry. I've had my journey. I'll bring Katie back in. I just want to say to you, thanks for everything. I'm going. I would have accepted that as thinking, but no, she sits down, puts her fucking pyjamas on, grabs his cigar, <laughs> starts telling him the same load of shit that she was telling him fucking 20 minutes earlier. And Katie was right. I think Katie was a bit immature at first, the way she went over and was like, and then she sat next to them. And, and all Matt kept saying was, you know, we talked about it before. You know what I said to you before? And he kept saying, I'm thinking Matt is completely stumped. And I'm going to call Matt out, Dave, because I think... The more this goes on, he is he has been completely coerced by his mate that we got picked up on by one of our listeners a few episodes ago. What to say and what to do. Because as soon as Katie come and that went off script on what he should be saying for the cameras and that, his absolute bottle went, he was panicking and flapping. like, And that's when he kept saying to her, oh, yes, you know, just, just think about what we said. I'm like, well, what did you fucking say? What are you talking about, Matt? So I'm calling him out, Dave, because I think he's becoming across as pretty fake at the moment as well. I'll be honest with you. I don't believe all the, the bullshit he's peddling. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, there is a bachelor vocabulary and phrases book, isn't there? Yes. You know, because, yes. you know, you, you see it repeated over again, over and over again, you know, I'll, really need to i need you to be feeling vulnerable and all this kind of stuff and and uh, oh it's just it is slightly great in chris i don't know if i'm going to come out the other side and it's going to be like oh great he said the line now but it does feel like you've got the same group of writers or maybe because people have watched the show so many times before they think right i need to say this is the stock line that i need to get out of my mental yes. library and and say in this moment but um yeah and i i just thought matt could have been a bit stronger there to be honest because he he ended up caught in between this really awkward moment and i saw it exactly the same as you by the sounds of it when uh, when Sarah kind of barges in, it's like she's got something really important to say, but yeah. then she just makes herself comfortable. So <laughs> fair play to Katie. I agree. She she comes across as the most real kind of, well, yeah, the most real person, the most kind of 
the person you could empathize with the most. I, I probably wouldn't have done that myself where I'm just stood there and she's saying, well, can we just have five minutes? How about two? <laughs> you know, and then yeah. she's just, right, I'm going to stand over here. It, it, I didn't see it as immaturity. I thought she was just standing her ground. Like I say, it's not, it's not something I'd personally do, but I don't think she did anything wrong there. She was ultimately having time stolen from her. And like I say, if Sarah was going to make this this big play and say, right, I'm going to leave. I just wanted to talk to you before I went. I, I can't be dealing with this whole process. But it's the fact that she just fucking makes herself comfortable uh, that, that is, is quite galling. So I say fair play to Katie for calling her out there. But I do think Matt should have, you know, made it clear. He's the lead and he should have said, like, either, look, I just want to have this out with Sarah or Sarah, look, can we talk about this later? Instead, he just did nothing and kind of flapped in the middle. Yeah, and I think what got my back up when I'm calling Matt out was it was the line, like you've just said, the Bachelor writing fucking anthology of what, what they should say is when he said to her, I was in a relationship for four months and I just knew that. I wanted a family and, a, and a, a marriage, and she didn't. And I'm like, and I wanted we needed to put a label on it. And I'm like, months. fuck off, what a load months, of shit, <laughs> what a load of shit, Dave. I'm like, oh Matt, come on. I know it, what it is for me, Dave. He's he's a good looking guy, and he's got all the tools that any girl would be proud. So, you know, Sam was watching the other day, and she's like, God, he's he's got a great body. He's good. I said, he is. You, you can't knock that. But he's coming across more wooden, I think, Dave. Because I thought Dale was like fucking Ken and Barbie. He was just completely false. One, he just got that stupid grin on his face. And literally, I mean, hey, Dave, in fact, Dave, let's talk about that quickly. Go on. What's the breaking news, Dave, that we've we've seen online? Oh, I was oh going to say God. this uh, on the end. Oh. I mean, it is only rumour, though, isn't it, Chris? I mean, it is the shock of 2021, <laughs> which, which isn't really, you know, shaping up any better than 2020. But all the rumours at the moment are that Claire and Dale have possibly broken up. At least they've been having a fight. They've been tit for tat, deleting comments from each other's posts and things, and. Uh, yeah, quite frankly, Chris, I'm shocked. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> you delivered that perfectly, Dave. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? You know what I hate though? These fucking stupid, crappy influencers on Instagram and fucking these fake reality show people. And they put them stupid life quotes that they've dragged off Google, Google like, you know, like, you know, when you're at your lowest point you know, things just happen and make you realize that you're more important than that. And you're going to come through and get better. And this is, this is a learning process and you're going to grow as a person and become out strong on the other side. And that's the sort of <laughs> shit that they're peddling on Instagram. How many people are buying that fucking oh, bollocks? It's, it's rife though, isn't it, Chris? I it, mean, is, like, it is. I probably don't go on Instagram that much, but but fuck, mate, I see it all over the place. Exactly. All this utter bollocks. You know, you've just Googled yeah. inspirational quotes yeah, yeah, and you've thought, yeah. this is the person that I'd like to be. So I'm going to put this <laughs> thing out. I, I am going to tell all my followers this inspirational message. But you don't fucking live it yourself. And it, it just, <laughs> I, <laughs> it just, it does wire me up. And it's funny you should say that, you know, in this moment because I, I haven't articulated this to anyone, but I found myself more and more just getting uh, just grumpy with it. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah. fuck off. You don't fucking yeah. believe that. And and again, it's just yeah. 
the utter fakeness of it. And I think, I, I'm not sure if it's coincided with watching more of The Bachelor, to be honest, Chris. I just I'm starting to feel <laughs> the whole world is just fake. And We're getting just, old, babe. Well, there's, there's a bit of that as well, just being a grumpy old man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad you said that about the inspirational quotes, because it, oh, it is just such utter horseshit. It is, and we'll talk at the end, actually, because there's a couple of other... Um, a couple of other couples that have recently split up there we should mention on other shows. So we'll mention that at the end. But anyway, sorry. Sorry to segue. I just had to get that out. <laughs> I, I was feel like, the excitement in you. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, so going back to that is when, when it all kicked off and Sarah disappeared out of a room and then just as the cameras are rolling, she's obviously around the corner listening in as the same like she's not come down all day, blah, blah, blah. She comes in and goes, can I just squeeze in? Are you okay? And she's talking in that stupid fucking voice, the little whisper voice. And that's it. All bets were off. I think Victoria, and did you say what you said to me before? Is it Anna, Dave, the blonde girl? Yeah. And it, and it yeah. was Anna. Uh, I was just yeah. looking at my notes. It, it was Anna who got up first, I think, with the erotic fiction date. But uh, yeah. 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 Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no. So they went at Sarah and initially... What they were saying was true because I did laugh at Victoria when she started talking. Victoria looked around at everyone and goes, who is she talking to? And I started laughing. But then it turned sinister. And I do think Victoria and Anna especially were a pair of bitches and proper. It turned from them having a great point, shutting your mouth, let Sarah's basically dig a hole for herself because it's all about her, those stupid doe eyes that she does and all this fake nonsense. And then they turn nasty. And for me... They lost the argument, Dave, because they were bullying. And I think Katie was completely right what she did. And the way she handled it with Sarah, I thought was brilliant. However, I do want to talk about that in a minute. But I do think that Katie came out great with Victoria and Anna, pair of bitches, I thought. Yeah, I think Anna in particular shows her resting bitch face, doesn't she? She looks like a grumpy fish. You know, when you see those (laughs) fishes with the like upside down smile, you know, properly like everyone in this room is knowing of my disapproval, you know, yeah, <laughs> one of those. Yeah. I agree. I thought it was bullying. And so just because I, I think Sarah's in the wrong as well doesn't necessarily put all the bullies in the right. I thought they were a bit out of order. It did sort of remind me of Friends, though, when uh, Chandler's speech goes down like a fart in a spacesuit. And, then, <laughs> you know, people yeah. were saying after, they were like, well, I thought it was – I was laughing and he's like out loud you know Katie didn't actually say anything when the bullying was going on I think if I put myself in that position I think you know it's a group of blokes I think I'm piping up and saying all right you know come on lay off a bit now whereas he just sort of sat silently and chose after to go and have a word so and you know yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. giving it again. I think you know Katie's the the winner of the episode. I think she comes across the best for sure. But I, I'm not a hundred percent that she did everything perfectly there. No, and it, and you know what it reminded me of Dave. That something similar happened to me a few years ago. Was we we had a situation at work with a, a friend of mine. That's a good friend of mine now, but. He basically was just completely shit-stirring it with two or three of the lads. You know how they do, kiss in and all that stuff. So I work with mainly men at my place. We're all engineers, big, you know, maintenance guys and all that. You know, we, we all, uh, something Dave are massive, like bigger than me with rugby players and everything. So they're all like tough guys. Basically, if they have an argument, Dave, it's a punch-up most of the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Luckily, I've never been on the wrong end of half of them because I think I'd be getting wiped the floor. <laughs> but they're lovely. Some of them are top guys. And this lad just was... 
stirring loads of trouble. And one of the lads went, I've had enough. I think we need to have a chat with him. And I'm like, no, we we can't do it as three or four of us together. Just have a word of him on yeah. your own. And this lad who wanted to have a word of him wanted a bit of backup, bit of someone there. Not to have a fight, but just have a bit of a disagreement with him. And to, to thrash it out, just get it out in the air, and, and that's the end of it. And that's how I deal with stuff. If it's an argument, once it's done, as far as I'm concerned, it's done, hopefully, and that's the end of it. Uh, but, but anyway, he, um, this guy was like, no, we need to, and I was like, no, this is not, no, because it, even though he's in the wrong, like what Sarah's doing, and mm-hmm. he's been a complete C next Tuesday, and he was, he was being a right horrible little bastard. I, I said, it's not the right thing to do because it'll come across to anybody from the outside is that four guys have just had a pop at one guy on his own. And yeah. it looks like a bullying. And I said, and I'm not in that. I don't buy into that. There's one day I'm sat there having a brew. This guy walks in who shit's doing it. Everyone's mate. You're all right, mate. And I think this guy pipes up. We want to have a word with you. And I was like, oh, oh. my God. And you know, when your legs go and you're like, yeah, this yeah. is not going to end well. And I turned around and went, look, this isn't the time. Just leave it, guys. It was only about three or four years ago. And he started, we're not happy. You've been shit stirring. You've done this. And, I'm like, and, I, and I knew, and I turned around and went, look, I'll speak to you out, outside on my own. And he went, oh, you're not going to hit me? I went, no, me, yeah. I said, but this isn't the, what Depends did he do? how the conversation Dave? goes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but what did he do, Dave? Straight to the boss. Four of them have just had a go at me in there. And I didn't, and the other two lads didn't say a word, but this guy had, was like the ringleader of it. And I turned around and said, actually, I told you what, cause I don't agree with what was going on here. You were wrong mm. and you know, you're wrong. And anyway, it got sorted out. Well, that's what a similarity in my life. It reminded me so much of that. It was like, you lose the argument when you do that safety in numbers. You've got 10 women sniping and stuff against one. They're always going to go with the minority day because even though I think Sarah's horrible, and, and just a black merchant, they were just out of order, full stop yeah. there. So, yeah, so sorry to go on a segue, but it, it no, very much right. like that. It, it reminded me more of uh, Airplane, you know, when the girl, <laughs> like, sort of starts to lose it a bit. It's like, oh, hold yourself together and gets a bit of a slap, oh. and then you've got this whole queue of people, like, waiting <laughs> yeah. to beat her up. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I just want a dead serious fucking story, and you just want I thought you meant when that Rex Kramer comes and starts cheating all the charity work and all the religious guys. No, that would <laughs> be Victoria if she ends up on the rough end of it. So. No, no, Dave, I'm going to put this to you about fucking hell, good old Sarah again. So Katie speaks to her. We're going to have a chat. I've got to go, right? She's talking about her old man being seriously ill and we had this, this whole story, right? I, I'm sorry, Dave. There's no fucking way you would be on a reality show. If your parent, one of your parents has got weeks to live, and yeah. I know she said, he told me to go and be happy. Bullshit. She is not fucking bothered about what's going on in the outside world. This was utter nonsense. You would never use your parents like that, would you? I know they're a different breed reality people, and they have to have a sob story like the X Factor and fucking Britain and America's got talent. There's got to be something. You know, my dog's got three legs and a fucking, you know, I can't walk him. I can't take him for a walk every day. And, you know, we always talk about this. I'm not buying that. And what I found ridiculous was Katie delivered a perfect speech. And then Sarah goes straight into fucking Matt goes, you're being mean to me, all them girls. And I'm like, oh, you are just a dick. <laughs> you know, completely. I I bought what she said to Katie and thought she's going to go in, speak to him. That's the end of it. I, I, when she started talking like that, I was like, oh, you are just not. And she was not wrong what she said, but it's like, you're not going in there for that. You're going in there because your dad, remember your dad, you were telling us about a minute ago, he's not got yeah. long to live. 
I just I just find all that fake, Dave. I'm sorry, I do. There is something that doesn't ring true about it, or, or again, just authentic. Because like you said, I mean, it's not that she doesn't care. She's prioritized coming on this fucking show, right, yes. for a slice of fame and Instagram followers. That's the, the long and short of it. You know, she's gone in to compete with 31 other girls for the same bloke. It is a odd situation, isn't it? In real life, it's not. There are much, much easier ways to actually find love than to go on, right? If if it was the other way around, and she was the bachelorette, and she had thirty-two guys to choose from, you could believe it, then, couldn't you? You know, because yeah. out of these thirty-two guys, you know, I might actually have a, a real deep connection with one of them but basically you go on you're competing for this one bloke fuck off that it's all about love don't believe it right so you've you've deprived yourself of this time with with your dad to go on a reality show and i think it it is one of those where she's putting it out there to to just get a bit of sympathy i think you know if that is the real reason what are you even hanging around for Get your pack, yeah. get your bags packed. As soon as you have that thought, and just think, no, you know what? This fake ass world that we're seeing here, um, I, I, I don't want to be part of it. And you know what? I can always come on the Bachelor again. Yes. It's not as if there aren't other seasons. It's not as if there aren't other Bachelors. So yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not buying it at all. And I think you know they what well, spotted tonight as well. And I'm sure we'll get into into a deeper discussion about when she does actually go. But I thought the continuity of her crying was quite interesting. Um, Not to be a cold-ass bastard, but you know it's one of my pet hates, isn't it, with all of these reality shows that when we get the, the crying and then you can just see that there's no actual tears you just get the <laughs> you know the the actions <laughs> yeah. and then the the eyes are bone dry i think i still say molly may in uh season five uk love island was the worst because <laughs> everyone was like oh it's amazing oh she, she was so she was so happy you know tears of joy and everything i'm like what fucking tears <laughs> and it, and at times I did spot a bit of moisture in Sarah's eyes, but to be honest, the most uh, the most tears I think I saw was Katie when Sarah was telling her about her dad, and yeah, Katie was the one who, who was properly upset by that. You know, you saw proper tears, and then you know she was trying to tell about well her dad had passed away, and you could see her voice is sort of breaking a little bit. Again, that's that's another tell, isn't it? When you're actually crying, your voice kind of wobbles a bit. Yeah. And yeah, so again, I'm I'm not saying her dad's situation is made up. I'm sure it's absolutely true. Um, but the way she's using it, um, there, there's something not authentic about that. No, there isn't. And I'll, I'm going to make a Mystic Chris prediction, Dave. Now, you know, I usually have a one in a hundred chance of actually getting one correct. So what I would say, Dave, um, is that she's coming back. She is going to make a fucking return like a pissing boomerang. She's, She's coming back, back at some point in this series. We're going to get, <laughs> as you've just said, Dave, a Bennett. 
she is definitely going to come back and she's got she's we will not hear the end of sarah and and honestly that is a narrative that the bachelor producers are peddling for us here i'm sorry to say it but i just don't believe that we've seen the end of her I mean, let's pretend for a second there is a bubble and it's not fake. Because <laughs> you had like Ashley I, I think, was was in earlier, wasn't she, in the whole erotic fiction group date. Um, but in this situation, in this pandemic, if you're gone, you should be gone. And the fact that we saw this happen on the last season as well, the Bachelorette season, I, I'll be really, really disappointed if we see Claire, uh, Sarah again. Fucking hell, I was yeah. going to say Claire then. You're right, we're Claire obsessed with Claire. And we're obsessed with Claire, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Unless Claire comes in, now she's fucking split up with Dale. Oh, and says, Hello, man. everyone. Welcome back. I'm here. <laughs> you know what? That would be so good. In fact, if, oh, if the rumours are true, Chris, you know they'll, they'll both be on fucking Bachelor in Paradise, won't they? <laughs> oh, my God. I tell, you, I tell you what. It's not even far, far from reality, though, is it, Dave? Let's be honest. With all the stuff that's going on, I could just imagine Claire turning up, couldn't you? It's fucking nonsense. It really is. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. I, I think I kind of love that in a weird way. But um, oh, yeah, amazing. I think. But but what do you reckon of the the actual exit? Because again, the way all the girls are, are sat around, you know, and it's very convenient for the camera. Obviously, you know, they're sat in a three, not in a square but in three sides of the square so that you can get the camera angles on everyone. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're ultimately, they're saying like, you know, oh, where is Claire? She should come down and face the music. Like you say, that's where we got the whole bullying thing. That's where we got the, the Katie uh, discussion. But then Sarah actually does decide, you know, she's going to go and have this. She's going to leave. She's going to go and decides to go and have the, the chat with Matt. Where again, Chris, we see her knocking on the door. We see the camera on the outside. We open the door. We see the camera on the inside. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I thought the same. I, I can't unsee that now. Him. Yeah, I know. I've surprised him. No, you fucking haven't. You've got one, two, three. Completely spur of the moment thing. Yeah, Matt's totally not <laughs> expecting it with the camera crew all set up in there and the lighting. Um <laughs> This is completely spontaneous. I'm such a bastard, aren't I, Dave? I've completely ruined it. It's the first thing I noticed. I was like, I'm sure, Matt. Yeah, okay, Pinocchio. Yeah, you carry yeah. on telling us that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, I didn't take any notes from this bit because we kind of saw all she had to say earlier on in the episodes. But I mean, what, what do you make of that? Do you think... I mean, Matt's saying all the right things. You know, he's saying that he's got this connection and whatever with her and he'll be sorry to see her go, but... but they, they be saying everything, saying everything the producers needed to say. Come on. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought, like I say, I, in the episode, I did spot some moisture around the eyes. I do think there were some genuine tears, whether that was to do with the situation, you know, uh, whether it was to do with their dad whatever it was i do think there were some kind of tears maybe, maybe it was just through being picked on by a fucking group of girls um but i tell you what in that ride in the shot at the end that's when we saw like an apparent real breakdown like the you know the body was shaking and everything but again chris her eyes were bone fucking dry in that fucking car did you notice yeah, I did see it, yeah. yeah. I, seen it. I just thought that was pay- the worst bit of it. Because, yeah, 
like you say, how many takes is that? Maybe she's just got nothing left. And they're like, okay, take take 26, right? Give us some more emotion this time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. It was, that, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I, I agree, Dave. I do agree. Now, Dave, let's move on. We've had an amazing email, actually, uh, from don't, our good friend Jen. Do want Jen. to mention about Serena P's date at all? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course you do, Dave. Well, it, you do. Let's face it, it wasn't very... They had the whole horse riding thing, then they you know, had a bit of a chat, interrupted by a few donkeys. Um, I, I mean, do you really... Do you see anything between him and Serena P? Not really, Dave. I did like um, his line where he said, we had animals as kids waiting for him to say we lived on a farm and he went, I had a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> He's got donkeys around him. But um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think, again, aesthetically, I think they look good together. Beautiful, beautiful couple they'd make. Um, yes, definitely. But yeah, I didn't really see any chemistry between them. So. Yeah, no, I didn't. Sorry about that. I didn't realize. No, it. it's I, all right. So, Apologies, everyone. We had an email. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Sorry, our good friend Jen, who's uh, emailed before, she's um, sent us another one, Dave. So she's put, hey, guys. Oh, she, sorry, she sent us a review, which you read out a few weeks ago, Dave. So apologies. This is her first email. So thank you, Jen. Hey, guys, absolutely love your podcast. You read my review, Joe, in your Bachelor recap. I'm the one who watched seasons two to five of UK Love Island, all 201 episodes. Now, that is some going, Dave. During COVID lockdown, we've now added season one of Love Island Australia to that list. Chris, your Where Are They Now episode was insane. Oh, thank you very much, Jen. I do appreciate that. Which leads to my question. We haven't watched season one or six of Love Island UK or season two of Love Island Australia. I've got the impression that these seasons aren't that great. Are any of these worth watching? So just before I carry on reading it, I've watched every UK Love Island. The first Love Island season uh, one is quite interesting because you've got, um, I think we've said this, like the smoking, it's not as produced as well uh, as, as the later. Well, season two is one of the best. Season two and three of Love Island UK are, are without doubt the best ones in my opinion, which we, you've never seen, Dave, to be honest. No, no. Um, we, we will have to retcon then at some point. Season six is the one that we've just, that's the one in, isn't that... You came in in season five, didn't you? Yeah, so that I think, was Amber and yeah, Greg yeah. And so season one, season six, the winter one that's just been last year. I think it was yeah, in South Africa. So, so it wasn't a bad one, that though, was it? To be fair, it was all right. I don't think it was quite peak. Season five was a good one, to be fair, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a good one. And the second season of Love and Australia, you've got to watch it anyway for for. Uh, what's he called? A fake uh, Liam Neeson wannabe, Dave. Ewan from, from Ireland. Oh, my God. I think God. it's Owen, isn't it? Owen. Yeah, Owen. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sort of the Unbelievable. Yeah, there was some proper shenanigans going on there. So that's definitely worth a watch, season two. I did build it up to Dave, though, that it was, the Aussie one was the best. And luckily, we went back and watched season one and recorded again. And that is by far the better season. But it's definitely worth watchable, Gem. Anyway, just put, and now for my suggestion. Now, Dave, you're going to have to step in on this. The new season of one of the world's greatest, trashiest reality shows is starting next month, and I am positive it's right up your alley. Are you familiar, David, with Temptation Island? Oh, Chris, I love it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my favourite. I love it. Absolutely love Temptation Island. Well, Love Island's still my number one, actually. I'm sorry to my Love Island people out there. That's still my favourite. But the Temptation Island is brilliant, isn't it, Dave? 
So I don't know if you remember, it took me a while to kind of, I think you need to be properly geared up for it because the level of cheating in that is just unbelievable. I mean, it <laughs> it's like Love Island, but it's like, well, sod all the love stuff, you know, let's, let's just get these really hot people and try and tempt them and, and you know, that you've got these couples and then they're separated out and then you've got all these singletons coming in trying to lure them away. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. And, and yeah, so I ended up binging it as well, the first couple of seasons, and I do love it. And I was so excited when I saw that, that season three was on. Usually, Chris, when we get to the end of a, any kind of season, I'm like, oh, that's it, I'm done, I'm, I'm knackered. Um, and, and especially, do you remember when we were doing the, the two concurrent Love Islands? We were doing the UK one oh, and the US God, one yeah. at the same time. By God, that yeah. was grueling. Um, and we we were both, especially by the end, we were like, oh, you know, let's let's never do two concurrent seasons again, Chris. This time it was me. <laughs> we <laughs> like, are. We are. We have got to cover this because it oh, it is just so good. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be daily, weekly, whatever it is. Hopefully, it's weekly. Yeah, weekly day, please, yeah. for the love of God, be weekly. <laughs> oh, Chris, I can't wait. I mean, I, oh, I really, you know, again, this Bachelor thing, it, it, it's interesting, I think, and, and the whole level of fake and the production of it is quite interesting to look at. But in terms of pure, pure, like, cheeseburger junk food, um, Oh, you can't get better than Temptation Island. No, you can't. You can't. And the, and the pinnacle of Temptation Island for me was in season one, I think, was that guy who was a model and he had pretty much had a threesome with two girls and then blamed it on his girlfriend because he cheated on her numerous times and they're still together. That was crazy. In the, in the that reunion. was unbelievable. And And it is like Love Island, but with the actual, a bit of an R rating pushed up, Dave. We're going up a little bit because you do see stuff. In the last series of Temptation Island, there was a couple there, dead solid, been together forever. The girl cheats with this absolute player who tells her all the stuff she wants to hear. Sleeps with her, bins her off, didn't he? And then he fucked off, like, see ya. And they end up getting back together. But, oh, Dave, it was it was like hands over your eyes watching it. You were like, oh, my God, has this just happened? Because what they do then is the editors are not daft. They edit the clips of the partners on a fucking tablet on the tablet so they sit them together separately and, and they're not the men are on one side of the villa or wherever they're staying and the girls are on the other and they show little snippets and it could be something innocent they're playing a game but it looks like they're locking lips or they're, they're doing something and that's where they go fuck that right I'm getting it with on with her or getting on with him oh it's a proper great show if it, if it works out like the other two it's going to be dynamite and that comes on quite soon doesn't it so yeah I'm trying to think what we watched recently where it was similar to that, where oh, it was Single Town, Single Town, yeah, yeah, Single Town. But, but yeah. they were quite, they were quite tame, weren't they, in terms of what yeah. they actually showed that their partner was getting up to. The thing I love about Temptation Island, you can play it absolutely straight down the middle for ninety nine percent of the week, and you can do absolutely nothing. You can just distance yourself from the group, and then they'll 
catcher in that particular moment. Like you say, maybe it's a game or something, and and you you're locking licks with someone, and then the the other person, the partner, just gets to see that little clip. No context, no nothing. They've got to make their own mind up about what they're seeing, and I, I, that's the bit that I like because there's no false pretense about you know what are they trying to do here they are trying to stir the pot massively and it's just brilliant and i think was it the was it the second season where you had that guy he was kind of auburn gingery auburn guy with yeah the beard yeah he was like yeah he was obviously like the dominant one in the relationship and he was saying to the other girls in there you know oh wow really bothered you know we're kind of together but but not really and you know and that obviously went back and then the girl ends up taking that and thinking right well fuck this then <laughs> by the end yeah. of the season though yeah. he's like a blubbering mess and he's on his knees like begging oh. to take her back and oh chris it is such car crash tv but i can't wait oh yeah because in the first series you had that couple where the girl had some serious issues and every time he kept cheating on her all the time, and every time, and she she was, I think she, I think she might have cheated on him in the in the villa, or the, or the you know, the, she was getting close to someone, and he was doing the same. But apparently, he treated her really bad. His dad was it? His dad had committed suicide, so he was always wary of getting a relationship. And this girl, and I'm paraphrasing, she used to basically say, if if we stay, if you don't, if you um, if we split up, I'm going to basically do some harm to myself. So he stayed with her, but he kept cheating on her because he wanted out of the relationship. And then he got with that other girl, didn't he? And they, they were together. They, I think they've got a kid and everything, Dave. That was the first season. Do you remember? The season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she dyed her hair from blonde to brown. And, and oh, he was fucking with... And I'm paraphrasing there, so apologies, but I'm pretty sure that he's had a kid now with the girl he got with on the actual show. And, and they really, really loved up. But yeah, he was... Fucking bizarre. I couldn't believe they'd even let that sort of thing air, Dave, but what fucking TV. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, no, it is great. I'm tempted to binge the first two seasons before. The- now, as I said that, I think we might need to, Dave. We'll have to get in it. Because Jen, sorry, Jen carries on, and I know uh, we, we both, she's just put, uh, to the pretense for everyone else out there, guys, you know, we and Dave have skirted over, she just put, um, the Temptation, it's four couples go to Temptation Island where the boys and girls are split into separate villas. The girls meet the tempters while the boys meet the temptresses. And the whole show is about whether or not they'll cheat on each other. Three seasons came out in the early 2000s and they were fine. But the season recently got re- rebooted and season two of the new series, which they last year, might be one of my all-time best series of a trashy reality show. Season three premieres, I put this in your diary, everyone, February the 16th. It's literally on my calendar because I cannot wait. It's on the USA Network. I'm not sure if you can get that or if it's it's up in the UK, but you can get old seasons of, on Amazon or Apple. Here's this, and she sent us a link for season three pre, uh, preview. Well, we, we can get it over here, Dave, can't we? So that's yeah. good. Um, so we will definitely be reviewing it, Jen. Don't you worry. You would make my year if you would watch and recap this dumpster fire. It truly is something to behold. Thanks for all the entertainment. Loving your coverage of The Bachelor. Queen Victoria is the worst. She put best wishes, Jen, North Carolina, USA. What a lovely place that is as well. And then she's put P.S. We need to put a bit of context on this. P.S. Is it just a coincidence that your email, CD Reality Cast, actually sounds like CD Reality Cast? Well, let's 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 have a little chat. We have mentioned this before, Jen, but but we'll, we'll talk about this. I don't think we've really gone in depth. So originally, 
the podcast, because we do other podcasts. We have the VHS Strikes Back and Comics in Motion, and we review TVs and movies and different things that are based in comic books and comics in motion. The VHS is about old movies, and me and Dave go back and forth with terrible movies, so we both stick to each other up, or amazing blockbusters like E.T., Back to the Future, things like that. And, we've, and we, we just decided after when Dave rang me and said, let's do a reality show. I've been asking him to do one for ages. He knows I love, I love everything reality TV. I always go on about it. Uh, and we're currently watching, actually, one called The Cabins in the UK, which is utter shit, Dave. I've got to say, it's almost like single town, but really bad. And we'll talk about that in a sec. So we were called originally the Love Island cast because we were only going to cover Love Island. And we started off doing, I know you said this the other week, Dave, we were going to do one show a week of Love Island, a recap. It ended up that we did every other day. Then it went to every single episode after um, that guy kicked that girl in her... Um, Fairy day, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. One of the girls in her uh, never regions, and, and it was all over the news in the UK. So we were like, we've got to get on, and that spawned this podcast. But we were called the Love Island cast originally. But then, obviously, as Love Island finished and, and more people started to enjoy what we do and talk to us and email us, we knew we had to do more reality stuff. So we felt a bit cheated doing other shows, but still called the Love Island cast. So we changed it. My name, Chris and Dave. It could have been DC Dave, really. I suppose Dave and Chris. But we went alphabetically Chris and Dave's reality cast. And then we born the email address. And I think you actually said to me, it sounds like CD reality cast. After about three episodes of rattling yeah. off the email, it's like, hmm, that does sound like CD. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite apt for what we review, but it was a completely <laughs> unintentional um name so jen it's just something we stumbled on over but watching all this shit it's definitely seedy sometimes Dave. oh my god so, yeah. <laughs> amazing so yeah so thank you for sending that in jen amazing email amazing no it is good really appreciate that and yeah like i say we've we've run a bit long today haven't we but um <laughs> probably spent about 10 minutes on temptation island but uh yeah can highly recommend that one um if you get if you can get it so, Chris, thank you very much, sir. It was good to um, unload a little bit because that that was a, a bit more drama-filled, this episode, wasn't it? It's nothing like uh, Claire's season, is it? I think by about episode three, that that was when the whole Yosef thing kicked off. Yes. So, uh, not, yeah. not quite to those levels, but just we knew on The Bachelor it'd be a little bit different, obviously, the dynamic of all the girls being in there. Um, I know the... Uh, you know the producers want the villain in the house and for the drama i guess there's a small part of me that does want to keep victoria in there but i can't i do want to see her gone to be honest and i will uh, give a shout out as well because lauren's been on to us to to watch unreal which is like a, a kind of almost like a a parody of The Bachelor, and so uh, started to watch that, and it's all about the producers and how they manipulate the the Bachelor and also the women and the situations and everything like that. I've watched two episodes of that; can highly recommend it. It just resonates so much with with what we're seeing. So, yeah, that's that's another one on the to watch list. 
Oh, good stuff. So anyway, guys, thank you, Dave. As always, great episode. Thanks again, Jen, and everyone who tunes in. We really appreciate you uh, listening in and enjoying the show. Um, if you want to contact us at CD and C and a D, realitycast at gmail.com, uh, on social media at CD Realitycast. Get over there, guys. Get your reviews in if you can on the show and your podcast catching up. And any questions, anything you agree or disagree with, it's not a problem. We always read them out, good, bad, and the ugly. We, we don't hide anything from you. We just love doing this. So thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, Dave, thanks again, mate. And uh, we'll see you next week. And bye now.